0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the March 3rd, 2021 edition of Peaceful Globalist Review. I'm your host, the Peaceful Globalist, Ephraim Jocene. And ladies and gentlemen, in our fight to make sure schools reopen, because if they don't... Wait, wait, what happens if if schools don't reopen again? Uh, Uh-oh, okay, okay. In the quest to make sure schools reopen to stop us all from burning in hell, California has come up with a new idea. I'm just gonna show you a video of them explaining it. This was posted about a week ago, but I just found it and it is, it is disturbing. Introducing Daily Pass, your exclusive ticket for safely going back to school. Each week, you can schedule your free on-campus COVID test. The results are displayed in your Daily Pass. And if you choose to take your test off campus, you can post the results in your Daily Pass. And the moment vaccinations are available, you'll simply be able to schedule yours through your daily pass. But the real magic is your daily health check. Just answer a few simple health questions every day, and like magic, your entrance ticket appears. That ticket is then a QR code that a student is supposed to print out that will allow them to go to school. Now, immediately I have a few issues with this. First off, COVID-19 has an incubation period of the CDC says at least two weeks. And there's reason to believe it can be up to three or even three and a half weeks. So immediately, immediately, this is going to cause some problems, especially considering COVID can spread asymptomatically. Uh, Now, some of you may say, well, that's what the weekly COVID test is for. But let me walk you through a hypothetical. Hey, uh, small correction real quick. Uh, here I say at least two weeks, it's actually at most two weeks. Uh, my- my mistake. Big difference in what those two things mean, though, but my mistake. Today, I get a COVID-19 test on Sunday. That's my weekly COVID test, and they determine that I'm negative. Okay? Then I contract COVID-19 on Monday. Because, you know... That's possible. Well, I could theoretically go the rest of the week six days with it incubating inside me, possibly spreading it asymptomatically, and they wouldn't be able to tell. They'd have no idea until that Sunday. But for that matter, we know that they know this is not going to completely stop the spread of COVID-19 by itself this idea and we know that because in the video announcing it when the kids are at their reopened school because again schools need to be reopened and if you disagree you're a heretic and we're going to burn you at the stake we see them all in masks but i thought the weekly covid test combined with the questionnaire were going to prevent any students with covid 19 from entering school in the first place And speaking of the questionnaire, let's actually take a minute and read what they're asking students. So, fever, if you have a fever, why are you going to school in the first place? Dry cough, it it should be noted that the CDC does not make a distinction between dry and wet coughs when they list symptoms of COVID-19, so no idea why they include dry cough specifically. Shortness of breath, which, again, can be... The sign of several illnesses, many of which you should be completely skipping school for, and loss of taste or smell. Only one of these is particularly COVID-19 specific, but okay. So what exactly is the point of this, I should note? Because again, these symptoms might not show themselves for up to two weeks after you first get COVID. At which point, again, you can start spreading it. So, even then, this is still useless. No, it's security theater. That's what it comes down to. It's security theater. And the main reason they're doing it, I should note, is because they want to send a message. And that is, we are going to reopen schools at all costs, No matter what we need to do, no matter if we have to put all the kids in giant hamster balls, we're going to reopen schools. It's our religion now. It's our dogma now. We're going to force your kids back into school, okay? No matter what the dangers are, and we're going to include these utterly nonsensical measures. Treat your kid like a prisoner, essentially. And that is how you're going to get through this And if you don't like it, sorry, you're a paranoid liberal. You probably think COVID-19 is going to burst down your door and rob you or something. No, I believe that if you have to put in these many measures to stop COVID-19 from spreading, nature's way of telling you should probably keep the schools closed until it ends. Didn't think that needed to be said. Anyway, to continue where we left off with the religion metaphor, if Democrats have become complete evangelicals in the religion of reopening, then the Republicans are the parent who doesn't take their kid to the doctor because they only believe in faith healing. This is from NBC News yesterday. Texas and Mississippi to lift mask mandates and roll back COVID restrictions. The governors of Texas and Mississippi both announced on Tuesday they would be lifting their state's mask mandates and rolling back many of their COVID-19 health mandates just one day after the CDC warned against complacency in the face of emerging coronavirus variants. It is now time to open Texas 100%, Texas Governor Greg Abbott said Tuesday afternoon at Manalago's Mexican Restaurant in Lubbock. COVID has not suddenly disappeared, he said, but state mandates are no longer needed. Wait, wait, why? Why, why, why are they no longer needed if they have been needed for nearly a year? You gonna ex- explain that, Greg? You got a reason for that? After Abbott's announcement, Governor Tate revs. That 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 is the most Mississippi name I think I've ever heard. Announced that he would end Mississippi's statewide mask mandates effective Wednesday of this week. That's today. Holy sh Our hospitalization and case numbers have plummeted and the vaccine is being rapidly distributed. Yeah, and uh how did that happen, by the way? <laughs> but no, no. You want to know what I think this is? And this is me getting a little out there. This is the out there, Ephraim, Joe scene you come here to listen to. I think this is both of them announcing their 2024 campaigns. I really do. I really do. I think this is both of them directly saying we're going to run in 2024. And one of the things we're going to run on is the fact that we were the first states to completely get rid of mask mandates, uh, completely get rid of social distancing orders, that, that's what I get the general feeling is going on. But anyway, this move was met with massive backlash. Uh, multiple people completely destroyed Abbott for this absolutely moronic idea. A few people, Keith Olbermann and Michael Moore, even went so far as to half somewhat joke that Texas shouldn't even get the vaccine if they don't believe in doing any of the orders necessary to stop the virus from spreading in the first place. But can we just take a minute? Seriously, take a minute and think about this for half a second. I know, take a minute and think about this for a second. Not, not my best wording. I'll admit that. This is, at the end of the day, what the cult of reopening always had in mind. You lift the restrictions too early. That's what they were going to do from the start. They Do you really think these people were going to let the restrictions remain in place until COVID had passed? They fought having restrictions in the first place tooth and nail. Do you really think the religion of reopening was seriously going to let these orders stay in place until COVID was gotten rid of? No, of course not. Of course not. And by the way... It's funny there, and by funny I mean awful, they're doing this just as new strains are mutating, because you know one of the biggest things that causes a virus to mutate? It moving from person to person! <laughs> now, mind you, with each mutation, it's likely to become less lethal, as viruses often do after they mutate. But still, the point is, this is a horrible idea And this is what they were planning from the start. This was the goal from the start. They never wanted to have everything closed for too, too long. They just wanted to have it closed for long enough to make it look like they were doing something. Every day they were having things closed, it was a strike to their religion. Their worship of this god of reopening that we must all bow our heads to or be burnt at the stake. That's what's going on right now. You must sacrifice yourself to the religion of reopening, to the gods of reopening, far as these people are concerned, far as our entire political class is concerned. And that should be pissing you off right now. Way more than what some guy said on Twitter, or whatever people are mad at Michael Morat for now. That's what we're seeing. We are seeing your life being sacrificed to the gods of reopening. And this should be absolutely infuriating you. Anyway, I'm sick of getting mad at COVID-19. Let's get mad at something else. Ben Shapiro, that's someone to get mad at. Now, there will be a trial. Derek Chauvin the officer who killed George Floyd very soon and as such in honor of that Ben Shapiro decided to spend some time on his show yesterday defending Chauvin and for the record even most conservatives said that they didn't like what happened to George Floyd even the late Rush Limbaugh said he was disturbed by what he saw um, in the video, and let me tell you, when you are more pro-police than Rush Limbaugh, at that point you're licking the boots so hard you're defecating aglets. Anyway, let's get to what Shapiro said. I might have to break this down sentence by sentence, because it's just so wrong. The medical examiner, in that particular case, struggled to find evidence that the knee on the neck, George Floyd, is what actually caused his death. Wait, wait. What medical examiner, exactly? Do you mean the medical examiner for the independent autopsy that was released in early June, which directly listed an asphyxiation from sustained pressure as the cause of death? Whoops! And the medical examiner for that autopsy directly said Floyd's heart failure was, again, caused by neck compression. Hey, when was Floyd's neck compressed, exactly, Ben? There is good video evidence from before the actual 8-minute clip that everyone has seen that George Floyd was acting in in extraordinarily erratic ways. Um, citation, please, Ben, because I've seen... Most of the video that's captured from the arrest, and not really, no, that he was resisting arrest. Now that's true, not exactly sure why that means he should die, but that is true. That he appeared to be suffering from a condition that's known in the police community as excited Durellum, where people are high on drugs and then their heart rate starts to rise extremely fast. Oh, so, in layman's terms, that means they're having a heart attack. They start to act very, very erratic. And then, if they have underlying health conditions in any way, then, you know, in certain instances, they die of that underlying health condition. Okay, yeah, that's great and all. Where's your evidence that Floyd died of an underlying health condition specifically but I just want to reread that sentence real quick if they have an underlying health condition in any way you know in certain instances they die of that underlying health condition really now Ben did you have to consult your doctor wife on that one But, what Mr. Shapiro said there is true, when people have underlying health conditions, they do occasionally die of them. Now, again, where's your evidence that Floyd had one, and that that is what caused his death, because I just read you an autopsy that directly said it had no impact. But, okay. In Minneapolis, statues of police use of force do allow the kind of hold that Chauvin was using on George Floyd. George Floyd, uh, well, I assume that we're assuming it doesn't kill them in that context, but okay. George Floyd was explicitly asked not to put in the car. What? That's not even a complete sentence. George Floyd was explicitly asked not to put in the car. Not to put what in the car? Where's the rest of that sentence? I'm reading a transcript from Media Matters, for the record. They tried to push George Floyd in the car. Well, again, he's technically correct. He said he wanted the windows open. They opened the windows for them. He then pushed his way out of the car, and then he said he wanted to be outside the car, at which point they held him down. Okay, yeah, yeah, that is... Completely describing what happened. I should note that none of those moments are the actual controversial moment, by the way. Like, if this was just police force guy inside police car, nobody would care. It's one specific aspect that conveniently Shapiro hasn't mentioned yet. That being the fact that Derek Chavez kneeled on George Floyd's neck for nine and a half minutes. And coincidentally, he just so happened to be not breathing after that was done. A lot of people think there's a connection between the two, but Shapiro's here to cast doubt on that by just not mentioning it. And again, just medically speaking, if someone says they cannot breathe, if you can say that you can't breathe, that typically means that you can breathe. Um... Again, did you have to consult your doctor wife on that one? I mean, that's completely true You can't speak if you can't breathe. That's not what people mean though. What they mean is they're having trouble breathing That's I Cannot stand you I cannot stand this level of pedantic This is next level pedantic are you gonna join PolitiFax after this, Ben? Because you'd fit right in there. <laughs> but wait, wait. I can be pedantic, too. Ben said that typically means that you can breathe. Therefore, he's saying that in rare situations, you can say that you can't breathe. You can speak, and you're also unable to breathe. How do we know Floyd wasn't having one of those? Well, because they don't actually happen, but at the same time, you're gonna be a pedantic ass, I'm gonna be a pedantic ass. What that means, medically speaking, is that you're actually having a heart condition. No, it means you're having a heart attack, right? Very often, when someone says they can't breathe, that is not because you're actually having a closure of the treka, right? It's not about your neck being in some way pressed. There was no damage that was done to Floyd's neck in the autopsy. Again, that is just a downright lie. Notice how Shapiro doesn't actually quote an autopsy, because doing so would reveal that he's just making things up. No, all but one autopsy confirmed that it was the pressure on his neck that killed George Floyd. One autopsy did say that it was primarily fentanyl in his system that killed him. However, even that one acknowledged that yes, the pressing on the neck didn't help matters and actively made things worse for Floyd. So, no matter what, you either have Chavez murdered Floyd, he killed him, or he helped Floyd die. Either way, neither's a particular pretty picture. Will Shapiro give you that? Of course not. Of course not. Instead, he just sort of says that there's no evidence for anything by completely dodging the point. Anyway, last thing for tonight, Andrew Cuomo, the New York governor, has announced that he's not going to resign over the sexual harassment allegations at a press conference today. My only comment is, and I said this a few shows ago, about these accusations, that I don't know if they're true or not. I don't. It's total innocent until proven guilty for both parties involved. I'm completely neutral on these accusations. But with that said, it should be continuously reminded that the only reason these accusations even got media attention in the first place is because the the nursing home scandal failed to stick. That's the only reason we're talking about Andrew Cuomo's sexual harassment allegations. Not, that doesn't mean they're wrong, by the way. I'm going to say that right now. That doesn't mean that, that the women were lying or anything. It does mean that the only reason the media even picked up on this is because they hate Andrew Como. That's what it comes down to. They hate Andrew Como now. And so they're going to look for anything possible to destroy him. And this just so happens to be their latest attempt after the nursing home scandal completely fizzled out. Again, don't know if they're true or not. Just know why it's being reported on. Anyway, that's our show. Good night.